Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Welcome back, happy listener, to this wonderful podcast. I am starting this off. I'm sitting with two handsome gentlemen who go by the same last name. What, really? Yes, one one older, hairier brother and one... Or sorry, younger, hairier brother and one older, less hairy brother. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm talking about Greg Hemmings and his brother, Mark. And uh, and as Greg mentioned, this is long overdue, Mark. We're, uh, I, I know you've listened to our podcast. We are so happy to have you on. And I'm going to ask Greg if he would, um, you know, just, you know, kind of give us uh, a sense of who Mark is as your bro, and but also as this creative genius. Yeah, well, Mark is my older brother, and he, uh, you know, as, are you the older brother or younger brother? I. What would you think? I think you're an older brother. <laughs> yes, uh, I am. I don't know. We won't go into that. Okay, okay, so you're the older brother. So younger brothers always look up to the older brothers growing up. So all the music, all the skateboarding, all the... Everything that shaped me as a pop culture kid came from this guy. Okay. Um, and what's the age difference, guys? Three years. Okay. Three in a little bit. Yeah. Um, so Mark and I uh, kind of had a, a quite a bit of a parallel uh, life of interest growing up. And uh, the interesting thing is after university for me, I went to film school. And I found my passion at school uh, about going into into movies and video and totally separate without any influence, I don't think, between each other. At the exact same time, Mark fell in love with photography. So really interesting. Uh, both of us had a background outside of the, the creative arts world. And uh, we both found ourselves in this, in this uh, area. So Mark has developed himself uh, uh, international reputation as a phenomenal photographer in the world of travel, fashion, architecture, and uh, he's, he's wine a, a bars. global force. What was the last one? Wine bars. Wine bars. Yeah, wine <laughs> bottles, wine bars. Yep. And uh, so Mark Hemmings from Mark Hemmings Photography is here in the Boiling Point. Mark, thanks for coming in. I must say that I feel spacious, cool, and relaxed. And I know the size of that booth. I've been in it many times and I just want to congratulate we're, we're you We're not in it right now. You are moving forward and it just feels great Why don't you explain here. that, Mark? For, no, but, for, but, for those people who are sick and tired of us complaining about the, the podcast booth, why don't you explain what you see around us right here? Well, we go from two foot by two foot to a beautiful studio in this basement. I think it's great and I'm looking forward to the interview. <laughs> That's great. Well, Mark, why don't, why don't we just start with you giving your introduction about who you are, what your passions are, and really some of the incredible global impact you have been making. Like you're you're on airplanes more times than you're not. And uh, why don't we just uh, flush her a little bit? Who are you? Certainly. <clears throat> well, thanks for having me on here, guys. I really appreciate it. And I would say that my story begins in 1997. I'm going to do this really quickly so I have time for you, for you guys to, to ask questions and so on. Um, my university, UMBSJ, uh, hired me to go to Japan to bring back English, uh, sorry, ESL students uh, to be a recruiter, essentially. And I 
found out that I was an absolute horrible recruiter. Uh, I didn't do any good. I didn't bring back any students. Uh, I failed miserably. But the one thing that was nice, it was that I, for the first time in my life, took pictures while in Japan. And when I came back, uh, the photos were really quite dynamic. And a lot of people said, well, you should become a photographer. And uh, my first gig was working in the movie industry uh, as a location scout photographer. And that's the person who goes around in whatever city the movie is in and tries to find the locations that the, uh, the movie will be shot in. And at that point, I just moved on from, to commercial work, a lot of travel, uh, travel images with Lonely Planet guidebooks and so on. And then it branched out to um, a lot of what I do now is international workshops where I teach people, just like you guys, um, how to how to create excellent images regardless of the cameras that you use or regardless of your skill level. And we meet in places like Japan or Mexico or Eastern Europe, uh, South Korea, and we spend a week together and we learn photography. So you, yeah, that... <clears throat> must be so much fun. I know I've looked at a couple of your workshops and thought I got, and I really hope to get on one at some point. Um, and it sounds to me like you're, this is the intersection of a whole bunch of passions. Yes, that's, that's very, that's very true. One is I love, obviously I love photography and I'm happy to say that I love it more every day. And I'm not just saying that, it's true. Every day I love it more. And I'm wondering, how, mm. is there a ceiling to that? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, well, do you mind if I interrupt here, Mark? Yeah. This is the part that scares me uh, as your brother. Because um, the ceiling that he talks about, I've seen him reach it many times. So uh, I consider myself... With the per- perceived ceiling. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I consider myself uh, a jack of many trades, but certainly not a master of anything. Where Mark becomes a master at everything he touches. And I, I've said this story many times. He used to be a competitive uh, cyclist, a runner, a windsurfer, a skateboarder. He used to play uh, classical, classical guitar on a weekly basis up at Beating the Bistro. All these things he would do, snowboarding, until he reached what he considered the apex, the ceiling. And then he just walks away from it. It's done. No, no more. Like he mastered it and then does not go back. So is this going to happen, Mark? <laughs> but it hasn't happened with photography okay. yet. Okay. So I just, maybe he's found his his thing and I just hope he, it doesn't stop. Or maybe mastery <laughs> is elusive. Is it? You know, is it something that you never actually Ma- reach? Mastery is elusive. But Greg, it, it is true that um, there just came a point where, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like this is done now. And what's, what's my new passion? And uh, I, I do value passion, even though it's funny because I'm sort of more introspective than you are, uh, less, less of um, an outward personality. But my life is driven by passion. And uh, it's more of an, an inward drive that I really value. With regards to photography, I don't see so much of a, a potential ceiling where I stop uh, because I do believe in a sort of metaphysical sense that this is part of my destiny. And what a neat way as well for what you're doing in the photography universe because the technology is changing so fast that it's almost like there's a brand new passion. So back in the day, you're shooting with film. Because I remember on the film sets, Mark was working as a uh, stills photography on set. Uh, you had to buy these big expensive blimps. And a blimp is the thing that keeps the, uh, the shutter quiet on set. So when the actors are talking, you don't hear you know, all the clicking. Of course, that was something Mark had to master. 
But then digital came out and you had to figure that out and master it. Then iPhonography. And now you're playing with those nice little uh, uh, mirrorless cameras. So yeah. is this part of it is how the industry is changing so much that your your passions can actually stay fueled? I think that's very accurate because it is true that every year there is a monumental shift in our industry that keeps most all photographers really excited. And excitement is a good ingredient to keeping that fire alive. And with regards to photography, and you could say this as well with computers or any any type of technology, you know, the world could seem like it's crashing when you uh, watch CNN. But one constant is with regards to technology, the world's always getting better. And, that, and, and that's part of uh, Moore's Law. You, you've heard of Moore's Law, yes. how, uh, how everything yeah. is incrementally evolving in technology uh, at a rate that is, it's it's almost, it's an infinite rate. That, yeah. yeah. It's, um, well, and, and, and part of what I was getting at with my earlier question about passion is I was thinking, okay, there's photography, but there's some other things happening there, exotic locations and teaching. Yes, I and, love and, teaching. And okay. that's, that's very true. And I'm glad you brought that up because... Uh, I started teaching in 2004 in South Korea, and we'll probably want to touch on that, Greg, because it involves you. Uh, but the the mix of teaching and teaching photography um, is very, very much a part of me. I love to teach. I love photography. So those two things come together. I think it makes a, a really great learning situation. And I know that um, I've gone through hundreds of uh, photography students now since 2004, potentially even a thousand. I don't, I don't know exactly. And while I, I'm, I wouldn't toot my own horn at all, but I believe that mostly what they would say is, well, Mark loves to teach. He took the time to tell me about light, tell me about composition. But not only that, he, he told me about the philosophy behind this 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 um, this art that uh, that I'm creating, and that whole package of uh, instilling in people a love for for creating images, a love for art. That's it's very central to me. Well, and then and then something that both of you love. I mean, there's uh, elements of, of of everything you've just described. I think in what you do, Greg, but this you know um, love of travel. Yeah, like yeah. I've never you know right. I mean you guys I mean together have seen like you know have there not is there a, is there a continent you have not been on the the fact that mark and i uh get jittery when we were not in the maple leaf lounge uh, over a period <laughs> of three weeks that's right uh tells you everything the maple leaf lounge is this place where I, mark and i've never been there together well maybe we have once or twice but it's a place where there's so much calm that you can just get stuff done, and you can't get that in real life. And that's that's it. Like the Pierce, very fact Pierce, that we're talking Pierce, that way, Thompson <laughs> Airport or or in, you know Montreal's airport, right? right? Yeah, yeah. So so then there's these exotic locations. Yeah. Well, we're, with regards to one thing that is is very important to me is that when I'm f- doing street photography as an art, if I don't love the people who I see on the street, and if I don't love and desire to be beneficial to that culture, I don't feel I'm serving anyone. <clears throat> and I want to make sure that when I'm out on my, by myself um, interacting with the street scene is that I honor these people. I, I honor their town, their city, their culture. And 
that that love for other places, that love for other people, is um, I guess came to me probably on my my first trip long long ago, and it's never left me. And I think that why I know that that also is part of my my destiny, as it were, is that I love being on airplanes. I never get bored. I love the Maple Leaf Lounge. I love uh, airports, you know, and uh, everything about travel excites me. Hmm. Even planning for it, uh, you know, even the dangers, it's all very exciting to me. And I don't have to work at anything to to keep this uh, this engine rolling. So you're, um, I mean, we'll back up a bit. I, I read this, um, I'm going to ask you a question. I read, I read this very cool piece in the Globe and Mail, <clears throat> and it was... Um, it was this project that this photographer took on after having been on the front lines of, um, you know, war torn countries where there's civil war and that sort of thing. And, um, and then, and I believe it was a man to, and I can't, his name's escaping me, um, decided that he would, uh, you know, kind of honor the warriors by the people that had fallen. Uh, I think the primarily American soldiers, he would go and, and, uh, f- um, photo- like take a picture of their rooms you know, in, in its, in, in the state, you know, I guess, you know, or their, or their childhood rooms, if there mm-hmm. was still there. Yeah. And it was his way of honoring people that were, you know, involved and, and, you know, and just this, ma- you know, massively inspirational project to him. Mm-hmm. It was really interesting to w- look at the pictures. It was, it was, it was almost eerie. What, is there a project out there that you've done that, that, is like the one that, you know, you go, I would love to have more of these. Yes. Yeah, that's certainly the case. Um, I spend some time in Eastern Europe, specifically Hungary and Transylvania. And Transylvania is a part of Romania. And the times that I have been there, I've been blessed with the opportunity to visit the Roma people, uh, better known as gypsies. And... The place that I, I've been to a couple times, no running water, no electricity, just mud, you know, shacks, and just uh, a, a way of living that is really shocking for us. And and with a similar climate as ours. Yes, it's, like, yeah. it's not a hot climate, and they get, you know, they get really, really cold winters. And But one one of my uh, friends, Laurent Fulup from, uh, from Transylvania, took me there, and we took photos of the kids and of the families, and the next day we got the photos developed and we brought them back as gifts because they have never seen a photo of themselves. Wow. They, they don't have any, the kids don't have any toys hardly, you know, the, they have pretty much nothing. And to see the look on their face when we came back with a stack of maybe like a hundred prints, four by sixes, and handing them out, and it was like Christmas. And to be able to see that they were actually honored by this foreigner who lives in a far-off land who can't speak their language, uh, that was a, a wonderful encounter for me, and it really affected me deeply. So photography has the ability to better humanity um, in, in a small way, but a very, very valid way. Mm. And I, th- I think that's relevant, too, with uh, mo- it seems like most of the guests we're having on these days seem to have a, a real passion for impact, for positive impact in the world. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, Mark is, is certainly no exception uh, to that. So, Mark, let's talk, uh, as we wrap this up, let's talk about what's going on now. 
I know you've got some uh, some workshops in Mexico coming up and other things planned, but you are uh, you know very actively these days pushing yourself uh, out to the world, uh, or maybe I should spin that around and say the world is being pulled and attracted into what you're doing. Why don't you let our listeners know what what it is and how they can engage with you? Yeah, certainly. Well, my my. Photography is a mixture of uh, commercial advertising, travel photography, or if a client needs me to just uh, you know do a shoot here in our hometown of St. John or around the world, I, I will do it. Uh, also, a good portion of my business is uh, every February teaching February and March teaching photography in a wonderful place called San Miguel de Allende in Mexico, where people uh, from Canada, the States, Europe come to meet me and. Uh, we learn there, and also in March, an annual trip to Japan, where I teach uh, anybody who wants to come with me to Japan. So, would, that, would, those, would those both those workshops be open to the listener, someone listening to of the course, podcast? Of course, right it's open to everybody, all skill levels, all ages, and it's there. I I make them so that you don't have to feel uncomfortable that all you have is an iPhone or an Android. Uh, I don't care at all what kind of equipment really? you have. I all I care about is do you have a desire? Right. And so what, it's very inclusive. What, mm. what sort of uh, price points are, are we looking at as well? Because for me, I think it's a great value what you're what you're providing. But why don't you share what some of the tuitions cost for these things? Yes, uh, anywhere from seven hundred dollars to four thousand. And there's many different uh, segments of teaching within the Japan and the Mexico one. And just a, a search on markhemmings.com will be able to show you the packages. In closing, mm-hmm. this is very, you know, we'll, we'll have our, our takeaways. Um, what, um, you know, what's it like having, you know, d- doing what you're doing, but also having this, you know, creative force uh, who, who is your brother, uh, your younger brother, um, you know, what's that experience been like? Well, uh, Greg has actually taught me an immense uh, amount of of good soft skills uh, since we've been working together for many years now. And I will say that my whole sort of side career as a workshop instructor came from Greg because he said, Mark, uh, I've been invited to South Korea to do a, a workshop. <laughs> this is 2004, but I have a wedding to go to. Will you do it? I said, well, okay, I will. So, Greg, I, mean, it's I a filmmaking workshop. I owe all of the workshops to you. Oh, I love that, Thank Mark. You. And and the the fun thing about that, <laughs> talking about little impacts that happen in in the world, it was our common friend Jody Clifford, mm-hmm. who for some reason was the one who invited me to this because he was living in South Korea. Right. So we need to thank Jody for this. <laughs> but also, I'd like to figure out whose wedding it was that I, I got pulled right. to. Yeah. Uh, I just love seeing those little things that happen that, that help shape people's path. Uh, but yeah. And I, also, uh, thanks to Andrew Tidby, he was my, f- the first job, first photography job I ever had was on the, the fourth floor movie. And oh, Andrew got me that job. Right. Oh my gosh. We're, we're, we're digging back into the archives here. Yeah. <laughs> the humble beginnings. Yeah. The humble yeah. Yeah. So people know how to get a hold of Mark. Uh, they know what's coming up. Oh, and, and there's a few more contacts though that you didn't mention. Like your Instagram feed is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, most everything, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and Twitter, it's usually just Mark Hemmings. And my Instagram is at Mark Hemmings. And that's a special place where I only post photos taken with my iPhone. There's no DSLR photos. There's no know anything. It's just iPhone photography. And the reason I have it there, I want people to know 
that it's not about the camera. It's about your soul. It's about your passion. It's about light and composition. Soul, passion, light, and composition. Oh my gosh, that that is that's good. a tagline. Oh yeah, actually that is. <laughs> I just uh, copyrighted it right now on this podcast. <laughs> you should. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Mark, thank you so much for for being on. This my is, pleasure. This is, and truly, it is long overdue. Like Mark yeah. literally has been working beside our little uh, audio booth. Do we don't be- talk about since we began this podcast? Yes. Yep. So, Dave, what, what, what's a few uh, takeaways for you? Um. I, you know what, and I, and I know this about Mark because I've had a chance to to talk to him about about his photography in the past. I, for me, a big takeaway is um, this the uh, the spiritual piece of it. You know, we didn't touch on it, right? But you know, there's passion, but you know, this belief that um, and the way Mark expresses it, that's what comes through really cleanly and clearly to me is, you know, changing the world, right? And using your art and you know, seeing and creating and capturing special moments. Um, that's, that's what comes up for me as I listen to what Mark describes. And the piece, the other piece that we didn't touch on is yeah, that's all great, but how do you make a living at it? Right. And, and I know Mark, I've had some conversations about that. <clears throat> um, so, and I'd love to have that conversation again. Well, maybe that'll be our 2.0 that interview could be, with yeah, Mark exactly. because he's definitely doing <clears throat> that. No, mm-hmm. what, and what I learned about, uh, I learned a bunch of things, but the Instagram thing, that is really cool. I want to check that out as someone who appreciates good pictures and only owns an iPhone. Um, that would be, that might be inspiration for me. And, yeah. he, and can you repeat the tagline for me real quick? Um, it was passion, light, composition. I'm missing one. Soul. Soul. No, <laughs> what about you? What was the, uh, you well, I, I would say, uh, brother as, as, as always, I, I love that whole fact that, um, and I think this, this can be relevant to any sort of art, is you don't have to be a professional to get that feeling uh, and also to get the results of capturing that moment. You know, like, um, don't be intimidated by the technology, you know, because that's really got nothing to do with it. It's got it's like it's like the frosting on the cake, mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that about films as well. Mm-hmm. You could have the best f- equipment shooting the uh, really dynamic looking film, but the story and the soul of the of the story isn't there, and it's just a flop. Or you could have uh, the crappiest shot thing, but it's got a lot of soul and spirit, and the and the story is it touches hearts, and it could be an Oscar winner, you know. So it's uh, technology has very little to do with the the final output of art and I like that. Very cool. Do you know a final thing was really it's really neat to see how you uh, as brothers um you know will we'll complement each other so openly and affectionately. I and, don't think we've ever fought. And I, I don't see and think that so. And so now so and we'll get my brother on here <laughs> and not that we don't have a high, massive amount of respect for each other um or at least I have for him. Um <laughs> we'll, I, find I, out. we'll find out if he if it turns around <laughs> the other way. Um but we would fight like we, we we oh yeah, we fought all the way through but I have always noticed that about the two of you is you know and we actually my brother and I are the same age difference, you know, surprisingly. Um and he, and he was best man at my wedding. We're great, great friends as you guys are. And I'm um, just it's so interesting to see Lots how of noogies he, and wedgies. How, how well then there must have been some of that because you just got so kind well, to we, each we, other. We had uh, um, the same grandfather, believe it or not. Um, really, that's it, good. Grampy, Grampy Thomas, <laughs> and he was kind of like a little bit of a Zen uh, master guy. Like he's just this this very kind and gentle, quiet, he's your, your awesome guy. Father's father? My mother's, mother's dad. Okay. Uh, all of our grandparents were lovely people, but this particular guy, I think, set the tone of 
of kindness or something. Like uh, Mark and I are both pacifists, so uh, it came from somewhere, you know. So cool yeah. to Grampy up there. Yeah, Grampy. Hope you like this episode when it goes on air in a couple <laughs> weeks. Okay. On that note, uh, thanks, Dave, and uh, thank you, Mark. Uh, really great to have you, and we'd like to have you on again sometime uh, down the road. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Hemmings Brothers. Bam. Later. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness then check out the natural man podcast join me host mike c as we explore all areas of human wellness physical mental and emotional learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health remember your doctor works for you learn biohacks neurohacks ways to improve sleep and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com.